Hello and welcome to Talking Hoosier Baseball. Uh, today is Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. Uh, I am Carl James, uh, joined by Cassidy Palmer and Chris Feeney. Um, this is the week of the Big Ten Tournament. Uh, I myself am here in uh, Omaha, Nebraska to take in the festivities of the Big Ten Tournament. Um, this past week, uh, Indiana qualified for the Big Ten Tournament uh, despite getting swept by Iowa uh, in Iowa City. Um, and we won't really even go into much of the details because, well, everybody knows what the details are. And, and we really just don't want to revisit them all that much. We'll touch upon some parts of it. We're going to be a little bit more forward thinking in this podcast, though. Uh, so I guess we'll start with Chris this week. Chris, Chris, what's on your mind as far as Hoosier baseball goes? Well, first of all, you are the man. OK, the fact that you were out there to me is just it's terrific. I'm, I'm excited to see what you come up with out there. I'm jealous. I will put that up front. I wish I was there. Uh, I mean, baseball nonstop. I asked you before we started recording, like, are you going to all these games? You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, that is just baseball heaven. You've got game after game after game. I know there's some, uh, you know, weather issues and stuff, but you'll handle that. you got the hotel. You can bounce back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely jealous that you're there. I'll admit that this uh, day worker that I am now night work. I guess even if I was working at night, I still couldn't have went over there. So yeah. that, that has nothing to do with it, but uh, definitely jealous that you're there. I am very happy that we made the tournament about a month ago. I started that let the meat steak thing because you know what? We couldn't miss it. We couldn't miss the big 10 tournament. You know what I mean? Let the guys get out there and experience it. And especially the way that uh, the coaching staff handled it, right? Because they went to Iowa. Apparently, there were three baseball games played out there. Don't remember too many of them. But uh, then they traveled, right? And it looks like they practiced at it like a baseball academy in Nebraska. Because I saw a lot of photos. Uh, people in the area came and watched. Fusiers took some photos. Tyler Dones. Apparently, they practiced at a baseball academy while they – were in commute or however they did it, which is real cool too. I remember years ago, Coach Mercer uh, did a podcast with Wright State. And it was right when we hired him and I wanted to kind of research him a little bit. And he discussed how, you know what? These players have to get used to all this traveling. They have to get used to going from here to there to here to there because that's what the minor league life is like. And if you can't handle it, you're not going to be able to handle it as a minor league. So I really like how they put this together. Um, my big key to this, and I know we've been Twitter fodder for many, many people. And I get that. You know, if you're up, what was it, 12 to 3 or 11 to 3 and lose 30 to 16, I get it. But here's the thing. There were five Big Ten series left, and we won four of them. If the one that we got smoked in was the second one, and then we won three more in a row, the attitude would be, you know what I'm saying? It just happened to be the last one. We won four out of the last five big series to qualify for this tournament after a start that was not good, okay? So I'm proud that we made it. I'm glad that these young men get to experience Omaha that have never been there. Um, Let them eat steak. Going off of that, I'm not going to say I'm ever happy losing a series, particularly not how this series went. But honestly... I'm, I'm not going to say get knocked down a peg, but to come in to, to the tournament where it's win or go home. It, we, we either win the whole thing or our season's done. I'd rather come in with that little bit of humility, maybe a little chip on the shoulder 
especially seeing how the team mostly responded on Sunday. To after the number of runs given up in games one and two, to do that well in game three, again, and we've we've talked about the resilience of this team, and I think that's gonna that needs to come into play here, and and I think it's honestly not a bad thing. I'd rather they lose the last out of the five because I really do think that it was a sequence, it was a progression. They needed to win the first series, to win the second, to win the third, to win the fourth. It things like that happen that way for a reason. And and if it's the last one when we were in a situation where it was almost impossible to be ousted from the tournament, I, I'm honestly not too upset. Yeah. We've seen far worse and I'm not gonna say we've seen crazier because that was, I, I think that's the it was crazy cast. It was crazy. I, I think that's the first time I have ever had while, while keeping scorecard, a team bat more than nine players in an inning three different times. Well, how about a ten run us. swing each way? And it one team up us. ten, and then that team down ten later. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm just thinking from my scorecard perspective of I've only got nine spots. As soon as they, as soon as they get around to the tenth batter, yeah. I'm kind of sol, and and I kick them all over to the tenth inning, and just hope that that it doesn't go to extras. That almost came back to bite me in Missouri State. There was one where uh, we went over into the tenth inning, and it was looking real close to actually going extra innings. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I I knock on wood that has not happened yet. And and you look at the last game, and yeah, the, the you know the, the basically the difference in the end turned out to be the wild pitch, um, but still overall, uh, Indiana didn't just out hit Iowa; they out hit them by more than double in that game, um, and held and the pitching staff held Iowa to two runs after all the offensive production that Iowa had had the rest the prior the prior part of the weekend. So you kind of put that together, and it's yeah, just. Uh, there was a lot of bad things that happened. Um, and well, then you also add the fact that the one guy that everyone was saying, there's no way anybody's going to hit <laughs> is who Indiana got nine of their, what was the total? It was only like, it's what, 17 runs on the week. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Between, and basically they didn't score any on, on Friday and then the one run on Sunday and they scored 16 on Saturday. And of those 16, nine of those were scored against, Iowa's best pitcher. <laughs> the Big Ten pitcher of the year. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> now, the rest of the, the weekend, I have no idea what happened, but we hit him, which, which shows that we can hit the best. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's not like it's a fluke. We've actually seen this a few times mm-hmm. um, where, where Indiana has done better against, um, against some elite pitching. And I think part of that is... A lot of the elite pitching, I think, is a little bit more um, dependent upon their fastballs. And uh, again, you know, Mercer has trained these guys, you know, to be elite fastball pitchers. At least to be able to hit elite fastball pitchers, um, to be able to hit that to hit that high heat and um, and handle it, and then try to adjust um, 
and then sometimes they've actually had more 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 trouble with you know the pitchers that can that just try to every now and then throw that heat to keep them honest and then just pound 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 with junk after junk well, after junk after junk well that's that's been the case for IU for years across multiple coaching staffs yeah it's always always been yeah we hit the fastball guys pretty well but the junk the junk throwers yeah but i'll say this in that uh in you look at the way the, the minnesota series ended up Indiana turned that on its head. They started yeah. hitting, hanging breaking balls yeah. and crushing them. Oh, yes. big time. Yes. It took a while. Once they got the visual of it, I feel like the optics yeah. was huge. It just took a while. Right. Well, I think you see it, that, I'll learn it. Yeah, and I think part of that is that there is a progression. You know, it's that you get the bat speed up. Then you you get to the point at which you can make, you can make good, solid contact on that high heat. Um, and then you start to adjust, but your adjustments are like, soft contact or fouling balls off mm-hmm. and then it's that final step of okay being able to identify it early because you have the bat speed you have more time to adjust then you make that adjustment and and hit those uh hung, hanging breaking balls hard um those things just just take time to develop and if you and if you look at this at this team which as we as we as was announced today you know four position players four on the field position players were named to the all big 10 team um three out of the four infield spots went to indiana hoosiers on the all freshman team uh and and the fourth was not a freshman yeah yeah (laughs) i mean it's just that you look at that and think they this is what they've done already you know, they're going to have so much time to be able to continue to develop with this and, and get better. Um, it's, it, it's very exciting uh, oh, yeah. uh, to see what might go forward. So, I mean, it wasn't news to us, Carl. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> we no, were talking no. about Brock Tibbetts and Josh Pine and Carter Matheson all year. Mm-hmm. And then when Evan Goforth kind of came on the scene a little bit late, yeah, we brought him up too. Uh, apparently he can start games too, though. He did play well after he started a few games. I yeah. thought he might've just been an off the bench guy. I mean, Cass were going over that today. You couldn't uh, well, record. Yeah. I have to apologize to, to Evan Goforth because I'm, we're going to put up a, I, I've got it. I've got most of it prepared for the website, which is going to have detail each of these guys. Um, I don't have any pictures of Evan Gorf, Goforth with his face. <laughs> and I think part of it is that I tend to take most of my pictures early in the game. There and, it is. and they and they keep subbing him in in like the fifth inning, and <laughs> I don't, and I'm not, and I've done already taken all my, so I'm like I'm going through all of the pictures, like I'm like I've got a great picture of him after he walked at Victory Field, so right. I've got a picture of his back as he's walking. It's it's a decent picture, but it's just a picture of his number. So, hey, so unfortunately, that's all I'm going to have Evan of you in the. <laughs> but that just proves that he can come off the bench and be excellent. Yeah, so excellent that he gets freshman big player uh, team award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I, I may, I'm making a point that I'm going to get a really good picture of Evan Goforth here in Omaha. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh. It's like everybody else. I'm like, I, oh, I got, a, I got, this, I got a great shot. It's like I can't find one of Evan Goforth. Oh no. 
Besides, you'll get besides many the picture chances. of him walking in at Victory Field. So you have okay. many, many chances coming yes. up soon. Oh yeah. Yep. And it can be hard to get good pictures with faces. Yeah. Depending on which side of the Well, you're the other on. thing is I tend to sit on the third base side, so I have better hitting pictures of left-handed hitters, uh-huh. to be honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you don't want to get a picture of a guy who's walking back after he struck out either. Yeah, exactly. If he gets yeah. a hit, he's far away from you. The yeah. guy coming back didn't do this. Yeah. Yeah. But I need Unless to make a point of get- all the way around. True. I need to make a point of getting getting a good picture of him in the field. So because that end, ended up being the best picture I had of Brock Tibbetts was actually of him playing first base. So oh, yeah. <laughs> and who would have thought that coming in? <laughs> That's the other thing. The guy makes first uh, t- uh, freshman Big Ten at a position that he didn't even know he was going to play. Yeah. And and he's just been exceptional at it. Yeah. Really, really, really yeah. well done. A lot of good footwork. A lot of good decision making on the long hops and the high hops. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who's training him. I know Roland's the third baseman. There's got to be some Keith Hernandez mind somewhere within this staff because he is really playing those hops well and he's got good with uh, footwork. Yeah. Yeah. Even just keeping it in front of him instead of uh, trying to make the hero play, make right. the smart oh, play. Absolutely. Yeah. There haven't been too many of those, though, to be honest. No. Because I feel like the Luke Miller <laughs> days are gone with the throws that are just wild and everything, you know, uh, between Pine and, and whoever's playing short and don't. I mean, he hasn't had too many really terrible throws. But there has right. been those in-between hops. There's mm-hmm. been the how do I play the high hop? Where do I put my feet on a close one to the bag? Mm-hmm. He's really He's really molded well to the position. Yes. Which is again crazy to think out of a freshman coming uh, I mean, in and playing. The guy was a catcher, a quarterback, and a, and a, I think he was like a shooting guard in high school. He was not a first base. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, and then there was the sportsmanship award, which was not by any means a surprise. Um, who won Indiana got it, uh, but you got to mention, you got to talk about. Uh, I mean, what it means though to be a transfer student and, and come in and be the leader that Tyler Dones has been. Um, it's been remarkable. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, you know, we've, we've seen it. We got to, we got to talk with him, you know, right at the, at the beginning of the season in the first, uh, first press conference. Um, and, you know, we've seen him even, you know, stepping in and trying to, to help out the young pitchers, uh, his leadership he, on the field, um, his willingness recently to pick up third base <laughs> yes. uh, as, as the need has arisen that, that, that they've needed some, they've needed him to slide over to third base. And he's done that very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and of course, I mean, obviously he's, he's been a fantastic ball player as well on top oh, yeah. of everything else. Um, and, and he has developed his game mm-hmm. from, you know, kind of being that on base guy who, who walks a whole lot to where, He's now really making an impact with the bat um, and making an impact to the opposite side of the field. Um, so that, that's what he's doing as a player. But as you can tell, he's just, he's so well respected by this team um, a, 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 as a leader. And, and you know, that's important because even coach Mercer has talked about it. Um, the, the, the weekends that have just been nuts where the team has, come back when after just be, getting beat down getting beat down getting beat down and they still manage to come back and either make a game close or 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 start going ahead and winning games um 
and, and Coach Murray's like, well, that's that's not me. You know, that 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 kind of leadership actually really needs to come from players on the field. And you know that Tyler Jones is a big piece of that. Yes. Energy. Energy is a big thing of his game. Yes. I feel like we noticed that even at Clemson. I remember sitting down there. I'm a big body language guy. I talk about this a lot. Like the body language of the player and the body language of the players around the player. Right. And it, it was just so obvious that these guys reacted well to him. They react really well to him. Reese Sharp is another one. Like, I don't know. Reese Sharp, it seems to be more like of a, of a enthusiastic, right? But yeah. Dones, it's more like of a focus, like, yep, let's go. It's time to go. And I honestly, I picked it up in Clemson, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just watching other players. Watch, and that's another thing, just for people to watch the other people around someone. See what they're doing. See how their face looks. Yeah. And this team, you nailed it, Carl. This team reacts to Dones. They trust him, I think. Maybe it's his, his veteran leadership. Yeah. He was a really big, important piece pickup for this team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And as we mentioned, his was the only position that Indiana didn't get a all-Big Ten freshman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So he was surrounded by freshmen. Freshmen. Oh, well. even goes and he made them better. Looks. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Hashtag Big Country uh, uh, got a third team uh, All Big Ten at catcher. Uh, that was, uh, as I said, we've been we've been uh, in awe of what he's been able to do. Um, uh, Cass has actually gotten to see two of his monster shots yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That one at Missouri State. Uh, turns Gosh. out that one at Clemson that we all saw, we didn't realize it at the time is the hardest hit ball recorded in college baseball oh, wow. uh, in the Trackman era, Oh, period. Wow. Uh, Carl, I believe only you saw it. Am I right or no? Wasn't that when we were all at the restaurant and only you were at the no. game? No, that was Downs. No, that was, that was Tyler Downs. Oh, on. that was Downs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be clear. I don't yeah. remember that. <laughs> I yeah, remember no. Carl got to see some home runs we didn't get to see because his loyalty yeah. just said, I'm going to the game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the, the Ellis shot, that was, um, yeah, that was the, they said by re- recording, it was like 118 uh, miles per hour off the bat. It was something. Wow. Like, yeah. And I forgot who it was. It was the, who, who was it that was from D1 that was at that? I think it was Burt Granger, if I remember right. Um, and he, he, it was like three weeks later that he's like, I didn't realize this at the time, but we went back in the records and discovered that this is the, according to the track man records, this is the hardest hit, uh, ball in play that has, that has been recorded by, in a college game. Yeah. I'm sure there are fouls that are. Yeah, exactly. There, there's other, but, but, but an in play ball in play, that was the hardest hit. Um, and of course, we've seen him just absolutely crush the ball. Uh, oh yeah! You know, since since he's been able to come to the Bart, um, and yeah, he's he has uh, struggled a bit in Big Ten play, but I, I I but I think we're seeing a progression there. I think he's really starting to adapt and adjust. Um, he's getting a lot of base hits. A lot of those base hits have been clutch and key. They've driven in RBIs. Um, he is leading the team in RBIs. Um, and of course, as I said, he's, he's at the, the catcher position. Um, and 
and he's been, I mean, it, it, it's not been easy. You can't, <laughs> catching this staff, unfortunately, has not been easy. This is no. a extremely wild group. Uh, yes, they are, they get a lot of strikeouts. That's one positive thing. They are wild. I, yeah. I still like that term. Yep, they're effectively wild. Uh, they have struck out more batters than any Indiana baseball team in history. Um, they've also uh, hit more batters than any other college program except for one now. Uh, um, how, fortunately, how it looks they, like they, they don't. What? How safe is that lead? Did they make their tournament? <laughs> Are we going to catch them? That's... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I it, 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 it's a really significant lead, from what I heard. Like it's like, like 14, twenty-five batters, 13, or something. 14, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to. <laughs> I, I haven't actually pulled it up lately myself. So, and I, I, I believe uh, from the radio call uh, last weekend, it was about fourteen or thirteen. <laughs> we were back yeah. about fourteen <laughs> HPPs. And, yep. and I can confirm that, yes, that home run had an exit velocity of 118.3 miles per hour. Wow. Launch angle of 22 degrees and distance of 368 feet, which is crazy that it's that. It must have been short. blowing in then. Yeah. 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 Because uh, by comparison, the one at Missouri State. Yeah, because he's he's had if like I'm, eight that have been over four hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That the one at Missouri State was the the big one was four eighty five. The one that was possibly more impressive was four forty six. Okay. So, and those were one hundred and eleven and one hundred five miles an hour. Yeah. Off the bat. And there's is, no question he makes contact. It's just he. he it's hard it. and loud. And I can, yeah, and I can remember like that one that he had. There was one that was funny. It was just like it was just like the pitcher was like determined, curveball, ball, curveball, ball, curveball, strike, curveball, ball, fastball, gone. And 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 I do like that. uh, As far as balls in play. Ellis has all of the top exit velocities, but there is one guy out of the top 10, and this is on any hit ball, uh, foul at, well, no, that is a ball in play. That's ball in play. It's just not helpful ball in play. Uh, do you want to hazard a guess at who the second, who has the single second highest exit velocity? Yes. Hold on. Um, I think I remember what this was. I would not have guessed. Um, I think it was Philip Glasser on a ground ball. Okay. No. I, I'll I take don't know. Pine. Josh Pine. Nope. Hunter Jesse. Oh. At okay. just under 117 miles an hour. Oh. Okay. So, so he's up there, and that, yeah, and that was an an out uh, against Nebraska. Hunter Jesse's that, OVP is, is, is through the roof. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Render was talking about it over the weekend, and I put a tweet together. I even put it on the, the Facebook group thing. I had no idea. It was like 480. Yeah. Unbelievable. Which is, yeah. And he, he's quietly worked his way up there. Yeah. He gets no – he doesn't get the shine. He doesn't. Yeah. 
But I just Give found that one interesting. Give all day. <laughs> yeah. I, I just found that one interesting because out of all of the big mashers on this team, I would not have guessed Hunter Jesse to be the guy with the second highest hexagilo. No. He's just a sneaky good ball player. Mm-hmm. Yep. Defensively also. Yep. Yep. Agreed. All right. Well, we've got um, – and kind of talk about the schedule for the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Indiana will be starting off uh, against uh, num- one seeded number 10 now, Maryland, who is projected now uh, as a top eight national seed. Um, hearing lots of good things. I mean, to the point that when I listened to the D1 baseball podcast, they were, you know, they were actually arguing. They were kind of like, do we put them as number six or number four? That was the conversation. <laughs> they were actually Ooh. thinking about putting them into the top four. Okay, and... That's, first of all, ridiculous. <laughs> let's They're be convinced. honest. Guys, let's be honest. That's ridiculous. I mean, come on. That's insane. Oh, it is. But you know what? Let them. Let. I mean, it is what it is. I'm jealous. I'm not building bleachers outside of the BART. You know, they are. Well, but I'll tell but you what. are they? There's no, no one in totally there is no one in the SEC that has three solid pitchers. No. I Maryland is one of the only teams outside of, outside of Tennessee. Maryland is one of the only ten teams that has I a, a legitimate starting rotation. It's a strange year, but you cannot tell me Maryland baseball is the top four team in this whole thing. There's no it, way. It, well, you won't know until they 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 mash it up with the other guys. Yeah. Oh, I know. So we'll and find a out. Lot of jealousy. A lot of it is jealousy. I saw the photos of the bleachers getting put up and stuff. So I get that. And that's just me. I don't care. Deal with it. But, <laughs> you know, come on. Let's just. Who, <laughs> you're telling me. I don't even think they're a top 20 team. <laughs> but we'll see. I, I think it's a weird year in baseball. Yeah. You know what, though? Come tournament time the weird stuff usually goes away and your team is your team. And I would just, I really want to see who gets sent to that regional. I really do. Mm -hmm. Because I could see a three seed taking that thing. It happened to us, right? Well, there are going to be a lot of good three seeds. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. There's going to be, this is going to be the best three seed tournament in in years. Mm Mm-hmm. Most parody across the board. Oh, absolutely. You know what? Hey, we we make a run. Carl watches us make a run. You never know. We could be one of them. We'd be a four seed if that's. (laughs) No, we wouldn't. No, we would not. Oh, Oh, automatic qualifier. Damn it. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Right. We would. But you know what? Even better. Even better. We just wouldn't be the four seed in the Maryland. Region. Yeah, because I, I can tell you, there is, n- I, I, there's, n- I don't think there's any top sixteen seed that would want Indiana to be their four. Their four seed. Oh, oh, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. That. I don't care up. how much of an off year you might say it is, uh, especially <laughs> with, but, but when you're, when you're, this is the kind of team that would scare you. A team that has. Of course, and if we wait a run and we won the tournament. Four, that is four all conference for four all, all freshman conference players. That's yeah. just like that's got to scare you. So like, oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. Now now these are veteran players and <laughs> and none of them are draft eligible. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. I was talking about that the other day. We got lucky with birthdays. Oh, did we? Mm-hmm. There's no two-year guys. Okay. Yeah. That's always my question, because we do get the occasional sophomore. Well, yeah. We, I mean, Richardson could have been one. Dunham was one. Luke yeah. Miller. Yeah. And then we yeah, had the Luke fun Miller of the, decided he, he decided to come back for his junior. Yes. Year, but, well, yeah. so did Grant. Yeah. And we I, I still don't the only freshman I've ever seen uh who was draft eligible. He was a diver, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Well, no. <laughs> but but that is who you're thinking about. I know. Uh, Jake Kelzer. <laughs> Very not a diver. Yep, drafted as a freshman by the Evil Empire. Yes. I remember. And, yeah, and so to see that, again, that's, we've gone back to the resilience and all of that. To be doing that, this young, this new face team, and thinking about what it's going to be over the next few years, that's real fun to think about for us. I, you know I don't what imagine it's, said, Cass? The future is bright. Yes. Well, I... I, I, I don't even want to know what's going through the other Big Ten coaches' mind when they see four freshmen on the on the yeah. all-freshman team. We got some Indiana. good arms coming, too. We got some good arms coming. We got Devin Taylor coming, a yeah. big five-tool player outfielder. We've got, you know, this, this class is – it's not the highly ranked class that when we had Montgomery in it and then, you know – you know, we lost some guys to the draft. This this class coming in is going to be good, and it's going to be good on the mound. Yeah. Devin Taylor aside, I mean, five tool outfielder, but and hopefully his brother gets uh, wised up and signs with us too. Apparently, his little brother's even better. Hmm. Yeah, between this freshman being sophomore and the class that's coming in, I don't tweet it. You know, <laughs> I do tweet it for a reason. The future is bright. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But if we can yep. hold off that future just a little bit longer, that'd yep. be even better. Yes. Well. Yes. Yes. Please. And it's it. And let, and you look at the Big Ten tournament. So Maryland's up first. Uh, Indiana's going to be throwing Ty Bothwell against uh, Jason Savakul. Um, uh, now I'm not going to say for sure when this game is going to be. It's currently scheduled for uh, nine a. Uh, sorry, ten a.m. Eastern time on Thursday is the current schedule. Um, however, I continue to look back at the weather forecast and, uh, I'm not convinced that, uh, that we're looking at the ability to actually play baseball anytime here in Omaha, uh, tomorrow, but of course, weather forecasts can be wrong. Yeah. Wednesday, we're looking at, see at five o'clock, it's still 86% chance of rain. Jumps that's up when to the 90. first game starts 5 p.m. Yeah, it jumps up to 92% chance of rain at 7 o'clock. Um, <laughs> come on. Wednesday is going to just be complete wash. Yeah. So Thursday, if it, it finally drops to 50% local time, 9 a.m. 10 a.m. It drops all the way to 32%. Um, it's then below, it's around 20 at noon. So. I'm not a big guy uh, geography wise, but how far is that dome the Vikings plan? <laughs> <laughs> Send everybody to Minnesota, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so you know i and and there's you know i don't know what all contingencies they're working for obviously the tournament's got to be wrapped up um by uh you know by sunday <laughs> so um and we've seen things we've seen other conferences not the big 10 i've not seen the big 10 you know change the format we have seen other conferences do that you know where yeah. push comes to shove we there there's been typically they've been smaller conferences yeah. that have single like, elimination. Okay, we're gonna make it the whole thing just a single elimination tournament yep um sunbelt did it i remember the sunbelt did it yeah and boy i mean happen and boom uh, you only need three games to you only need to win three games to, yeah. to get a automatic bid yeah <laughs> hey, uh, listen i might root for that <laughs> <laughs> so by no means this is just us speculating not based on anything yeah. um the, you know the big tens word is ball is being played at five o'clock tomorrow so we'll we'll see if the we'll weather see. gods agree yep we'll see if they if all that holds up let's um, also remember that's a natural uh, a natural field though yeah yes so it's not a turf field but, like a very well kept national or very well kept natural no, it field. is yeah. but, but you also you know come on it's not a turf field where you can really have that quick around turn on mm -hmm. a ton of water being dumped on it. right right well not just that but i mean heck in a turf a turf field if it's just a light rain that's happening you can Slip just play inside. through it yeah, you can just play through it they, that 2017 big 10 tournament that's how yep. that tournament got played was because yep. like that's just fine it was raining all day played four played three games in the rain and just it rained when you have day. fake dirt and fake grass you can have real fun yep <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the case obviously uh you know at a, at a, at a place like uh, like omaha so no, no. uh so we'll we'll continue obviously as soon as we hear things we're uh, our twitter account will be uh we'll be putting that information out uh as i said i'm gonna have a couple different articles to get to the website um before too long maybe before you even see this pod see or hear this podcast so. carl is live from omaha yes love it yes um, so I'm just trying to keep some keep some content to uh, share what I can here from uh, from Nebraska. So uh, uh, we don't have pickums this week because pickums are over and Cassidy destroyed <laughs> all of us. So no. yeah, Josh was right there too. Yeah, well, you I think you got him by like four series in the end. So <laughs> um, and uh, oh, it, I was so close. I was. I was on pace to tie Josh. Oh, ah, bro. Oh. And what was then, it, the Illinois, Nebraska? All of them. They all they all choked at the end. Mm. It was oh. they were all close Damn. games and they all they all tanked. Now, granted, one of those games got Indiana into the Big Ten tournament, so I'm not gonna be <laughs> <laughs> beggars and choosers. Yeah. yeah. I was rooting for you. You were the only uh, reason to even pay attention was you and Josh. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah, catch you. Josh couldn't catch Cass. So the last week was just you two guys. Yeah. What's that? Uh, oh, yeah. See, Minnesota collapsed there against Northwestern. I'm just like. Oh. <laughs> it was like a six-run lead, wasn't it? Something like Don't that. Don't bet against Kobe Moe. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we don't have much room to talk on that one for yeah. this past week no i get that but <laughs> but i'm oh, gonna yeah. make a counterpoint to this cassidy okay okay this was a team whose season was over 
Yes. They had one inning left to seal a six run lead in their last <laughs> game of the season. They had nothing to say. Look at Carl. He's so hurt. <laughs> oh. oh, it's great. Oh, you I... should have somebody that can get those out because you have you nothing know. left. Just, just go in the season with a win. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh. <laughs> well, Carl, that, this whole thing was your idea with the pickums, so I want to yes. thank you. It was a nice addition to the uh, to the fun. Yes. We've never done it before. I really yeah. like it. I hope we keep doing it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, All right. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, uh, so just just keep an eye on social media on the website itself, iubase.com. I'm going to keep trying to keep uh, keep updates there uh, with information as I get it. Um, I may even try to do some feature work if it turns out that it's a while before baseball actually gets started. So, <laughs> if you're we'll stuck see. inside in the rain, yeah. <laughs> Be riveted to the Twitter account. Carl has the wheels. <laughs> yeah, so we'll uh, we'll we'll do what we can to uh, to make it happen here. Just make sure nothing else has popped in here. Okay, with announcements and stuff. Okay, um, anything else we want to discuss before we? Uh, we well, we technically do have red belts to give out. There we go. I will I will give them out. I understand it was a rough weekend, uh, but offensively, I want to give it to Josh Pine for the Alex Dickerson Award for the Grand Slam on Friday. Um, no jokes aside, the way we rocked that pitcher of the year of the Big Ten, the way we took him to the woodshed for the first couple innings, and then Pine added the granny, and we were up 13-2. to two. I understand what happened after, <laughs> but I'm going to take uh, solace from the fact that we took one of the best pitchers and I understand it was windy. People keep saying, oh, it was the wind. I don't care. The man could still pitch. His arm still worked, and we still rocked him. Yeah. So I'm going to give Pine the uh, offensive red belt for the Grand Slam. Uh, I don't even think that guy was in anymore at that point. But it was just No, the that was that, the first inning he was gone. But at the point right, of right. running was him is what, what, opened, what opened that up. So, yeah. Right. right. So the add-on granny for Pine defensively. <laughs> It was a rough weekend, let's be honest. So there was a really, really nice grab by an Iowa fan in the stands. I'm going to give him the Tony Butler Award for that. Um, and then pitching Bradley Bremer, I mean, he brought us a baseball game. You know, we didn't have a baseball game Friday after it got silly. So, uh, I mean, excuse me, Thursday. Friday, we certainly didn't have a baseball game. And Saturday night, we did. So Bradley Bremer, I mean, he's had a bunch of these. I'm going to tally him up uh, next week. I'll give the full stats. But I know uh, Bremer has quite a few. He was a really great addition to this staff. Um, and after the start that he had <laughs> in Clemson, really impressive. Uh, if you think about his first weekend of the regular season to his last weekend of the regular season, really, really turned it around. He uh, gave us some insanity in Clemson. And he brought sanity to our minds uh, in the Iowa series and gave us a baseball game. So it was really impressive. So we got Josh Pine, some random dude with an Iowa jersey on, <laughs> and Bradley Bremer for this week's Red Belts. Uh, you know, hopefully we got some good ones. Carl will obviously 
will be our uh, eyes and ears at the Big Ten tournament for next week's Red Belt. So, Carl, I pass next week over to you. Okay. <laughs> I accept. So, all right. Well, uh, that will do it for uh, this edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Um, uh, again, just to keep an eye on the site, we'll uh, we'll keep things uh, we'll keep things turning, um, and uh, eventually uh, we will see you again at the Bart. <laughs>